Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves, hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. I would like to begin by paying my respects to the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional custodians of the land on which I am coming to you from today. Land where at Brainwaves we tell our stories, and land where the traditional custodians have told their stories for many, many years before us, and continue to tell their stories. I would like to pay my respects to Elders past and present, and acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners who are listening today. Thanks for tuning in to Brainwaves on 3CR 855 AM radio. I'm Evan, your presenter. Today we'll be talking to Kylie Steinhardt, artist and writer. Kylie, since losing her baby to an ectopic pregnancy, started to develop symptoms later diagnosed as schizophrenia. But through her art and later conceiving a healthy baby girl, she started on her recovery journey with some good success. Thanks for joining us, Kylie, and welcome to Brainwaves. Thanks, Evan, for having me. Um, can you tell us a bit about that period in your life before you were diagnosed? What was life like for you around that time and losing your baby? Well, I think my um, illness was bubbling up uh, with um, in my teens and um, I was suffering a little bit of depression and also um, quite insecure kids, so... I think um, I was struggling a little bit, but uh, the symptoms of the psychosis happened after a uh, after losing a baby and suffering a very deep depression, and it actually uh, came out into psychosis. So I think before my symptoms came about, I was quite doing quite okay, but I think yes, there was some underlying symptoms bubbling along the way in my um, earlier life. And so you started to develop symptoms. How did this manifest? What was happening for you? Well, I got uh, very paranoid. So I thought the neighbours were watching me, talking about me, um, and I actually had quite severe symptoms of psychosis where I thought... People had machines reading my brain and, you know, things that you just wouldn't, you know, even imagine happening. Uh, I put newspaper up on the uh, windows and obviously my husband knew there was something really bizarre about my behaviour, so that's when I uh, seeked help. And so you spent some time in hospital. Tell us briefly how you managed with that. Hospital was quite scary at the start. Uh, it was um, the public system and I was put under an involuntary patient. So I guess um, not being able to get out 
or have any time limit when I was coming home was scary. Uh, I found some of the other patients a bit threatening, and but I kept to myself. Uh, but there's not a lot to do. Uh, there was, you know, waiting for meal times. Basically, there was not a lot to do. Just pacing around the corridors, or you know, there was people smoking outside, but. Uh, it was disappointing that there's n- nothing to do for the patients when I was there. But you managed to get through your admission. Um, how did you deal with home life after you got out of hospital? I uh, managed to go through, uh, leave hospital, but then um, I found it really difficult to come to the terms of having a diagnosis of schizophrenia. So. Unfortunately, I ceased my medication and um, moved to Queensland and it only lasted three months and I was back having psychosis symptoms again, even worse. So uh, that was a big mistake. Uh, I guess um, I I felt I should have been explained more of my diagnosis and uh, things like that before leaving hospital, but um, I... I seeked help in Queensland and um, finally uh, got to the point where I was stable after another hospital admission. Right. And so when did art come into the picture? How do you come to discover you have an artistic ability? I, uh, after my, I, I tried IVF three times and um, on the third time in Queensland I got pregnant and had my daughter, which was the most amazing moment of my life. And uh, we moved back to Melbourne and I started drawing just cartoons now and then and the Linden Postcard Show was on and I decided to put in a cartoon and it sold opening nights so it really spurred me on to keep going. And uh, now I have an Instagram account, KS Cartoon Art, and I've... uh, exhibited a few in a few exhibitions with the DAC Centre and the City of Casey. I did a wallpaper for kids to colour in my cartoons, which was fantastic. So I go to a studio three days a week and thoroughly enjoy that. And um, my art has been a huge uh, distraction from my symptoms that are, you know, can be ongoing. And They've really, it's really given me a purpose in my life as, a, um, as well as being a, a mother and a partner. So you've had some um, good success as an artist, like you mentioned. What, uh, what other sorts of ex- exhibitions have you had? Uh, I've had uh, the Dax exhibition, which was uh, the Stigma exhibition, and I put in um, some cartoons about dealing with schizophrenia and the first exhibition I actually entered was with Schizzy Inc and that was an exhibition and they I wanted some artists with lived experience to produce art. I'd never done a cartoon like that before and I did two that uh, one was a, a face with all the different faces around it uh, experiencing the voices I get from schizophrenia so uh, that was a really important exhibition because it really spurred on more of the love of my my art, and and also I 
uh, my parents saw that exhibition and my daughter, and um, I was really proud to be part of that exhibition with others with lived experience. It was a really nice community to be involved with. Right. So, um, so what kind of um, mediums do you use with your art? What's, what materials? I mainly do a black ink pen. Uh, I always start with the eyes and uh, I just do a black ink pen cartoon and then I use coloured pencils to colour it in. But I have experienced, um, I have experienced with watercolour and other paints as well and um, incorporating paint as well as a cartoon. So I like to involve that as well, um, both using both mediums. I like to leave a little cartoon because that's sort of my signature, but I do often use paint a lot and um, enjoy that as well. Okay, how has art and writing helped to regain composure? I've uh, recently just done this graphic novel and it was fantastic to go through my history and so the graphic novel has been a really good experience to venture into my journey. Um, I, I was diagnosed early on in my 20s and then went through two rounds of failed IVF as well. So my journey with schizophrenia has also encompassed depression as well. And um, also my IVF journey as well was, um, was quite taxing. So I guess with my art, it has helped get over that trauma of losing a baby and then being diagnosed with schizophrenia and then um, coming off medication, going back on medication, realising that I have got a diagnosis and I do have to, you know, take medication to stay well. It's really, um, I guess, my art has really given me an anchor in my life and also given me a bit of relief. So when I do my art, I don't experience symptoms of schizophrenia and I also uh, really enjoy it. And I've met a lot of mentors over the years and uh, been involved with quite a number of studios and really enjoyed that and met a lot of really good friends and um, I really enjoy sharing my art on my Instagram page and sharing it with family and friends. It's been really nice to have positive comments and um, it's really just helped me um, with my journey and, um, you know, I'm not just a single mum and um, doing the school pick-up. I'm also going to an art studio and um, doing my art as well every day. So uh, it's really helped and it's something I also share with my daughter. Um, I really enjoy doing art with her and um, she's really proud of some of the exhibitions I've been in and she's, um, she's really enjoys art. She's 10 years old now and starting to really develop characters and things like that. So it's really nice to, to have that bond to share with her. Right, so um, you mentioned you met quite a lot of different people over the years that have been quite influential and helped you along the way. 
Um, can you talk a little bit about those sort of people you've met? Yeah, I've met um, all different art teachers and um, Heidi that runs Skitsy Inc. has been a fantastic mentor to me. Um, also, um, uh, different studios have art therapists and um, they've all been fantastic and um, I guess... I haven't really got one particular person. It's it's more of a group of people that have helped me along the way, but I've always got encouragement. And I guess um, one of the main people that encourages me is my mum. Uh, she always... I always uh, share my art with her every week and she's a very um, positive influence into my art and enjoys seeing it and... Um, also, I share my art with my daughter, who likes to get that as well. So it's sort of more of a family um, mentoring. But um, also, I mean, the people that run the studios that I'm in are, um, are just fantastic and they've really helped me along the way. And you mentioned you had some failed IVF attempts. Can you talk a bit about that experience? Yeah, so... Um, I, my story is that I um, I lost a baby from an ectopic pregnancy and um, became severely depressed and was told you can't have children unless you conceive through IVF. Um, that was a shock and um, I developed symptoms um, and um, it was it was quite a it was a really difficult time in my life and um I thought oh well I'll give IVF a go so I did and it didn't work and um I guess that made me more depressed and um at that time I was getting medicated for the schizophrenia but um I was still having paranoia symptoms so I was struggling with schizophrenia and my journey with IVF as well, so it was a really tough time and and working, so it was a really uh, tough time for me. Um, I tried again in Melbourne and it didn't work um, again. And uh, like everyone that goes through IVF, it's a very very hard um, thing to get a phone call to say it hasn't worked, and it was um, very. An, an emotional time for me. I gave it a rest and um, went to Queensland and was working and um, I uh, had a hospital stay after getting off my medication when I moved to Queensland, which was a mistake. And um, But after a hospital admission in Queensland, I came home and I was um, sta- stable. So uh, I thought... I'll give IVF another uh, one more go um, and um, so I quit my job which was quite a stressful marketing job and um, I got an egg flown up from Melbourne to Queensland and um, they um, um, put it in and, uh, and I fell pregnant so it was uh, a really really lucky sort of thing that happened to me I think and um, I'm just totally blessed that I'm a success story of IVF because a lot of people aren't and 
it's a very um, hard road to go down and it's it can be very depressing when um, your body just doesn't um, g- give you what you want. Um, so uh, I was extremely lucky at work. And, um, yeah, so um, that's my journey. It was sort of a, a journey with IVF and a journey with mental illness at the same time. So um, now I'm uh, stable and um, my daughter's 10, and I haven't had a hospital admission for over 12 years. So uh, I'm really pleased about that and, and feel that uh, my medication is is good for me and it's keeping me stable. But I don't agree that uh, that recovery can be achieved. I think it's more of an ongoing thing and... And I feel that recovery is is a journey and, you know, one day you're going well, the next you're not. Um, your medication might need to be adjusted now and then. I think it's always, it's always one of those things that you're living with is um, the mental illness and I don't think recovery can um, just happen. I think it's just a journey that you're on and... Um, but at the moment I'm, I'm extremely happy that I'm stable... So your family life now with your daughter by your side has helped stabilise your symptoms? Yeah, so um, I've got uh, shared custody of my daughter and I actually have a new partner, um, a female partner. So that's been um, quite a challenge going through a marriage breakdown and moving into a same-sex relationship uh, but um, I feel I'm living my true self now. Um, I don't think I was for a very long time. And, and I feel now that I've got a fantastic partner and um, my daughter is, is great. And I think that really helps with stress. I don't have stress at home and um, really got a loving um, relationship with both my girls at home. And I think that's been fantastic for me to be stable Um, and also um, with my art as well that's helped as well so um, yeah I'm busy picking my daughter up every day and um, looking after her and doing my art during the day and a few other things I do um, during the week to um, sort of better myself and um, and my outlook on life, have a better outlook on life and um, improve my sense of self. So I do a few groups and um, they've really helped me. And, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I'm at at the moment. And so do you have any um, exhibitions or any other sort of uh, screenings of your work coming up? Not at the moment. I just finished um, doing some work for the Abbotsford Convent gift shop for Christmas um, and um, uh, did a few gift cards there and a few few artworks. But um, at the moment, no, I'm just concentrating on doing my work every week. And um, I don't don't exhibit a lot. Um, I think my work's quite unique and... I just enjoy doing it for myself. I 
I don't really um, go into too many exhibitions or anything like that and um, I just get enjoyment out of putting it up on Instagram and um, each week and sharing it with my family. Um, that's sort of... It's more of a hobby. It's not really anything that I would I would choose to do as a, as a career or anything like that. It, it's just de- definitely a hobby for me. Um, and um, I, I've just written this graphic novel, so that's been um, a bit of a journey doing that. And it's brought up a lot of my past as well, which which has been quite hard, but. Um, the graphic novel, um, I'm not selling it. I'm just um, sharing it with anyone that would like to read it and see my art. It's it's just about my my story and my art, and um, it's just showcasing a bit of my art. and And um, it's only a short uh, short graphic novel, but I'm very happy to share it if if anyone wants. A copy. Just um, contact me on my Instagram, KS Cartoon Art, and I'm more than happy to email you a um, a copy of the graphic novel uh, if you're interested. Great. Oh, it sounds really, really good. Um, I was just interested about the exhibition you had with the colour ins, where you had the wall. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, that was fantastic. It was part of the femininity exhibition at the city of Casey at Bunjil Place and um, I they had a huge wall and they picked out some of my older cartoons and I drew some more recent ones and it was all in black and white and they put it up as a wallpaper and um, kids could come in and colour in and add different sort of ears or or hair or whatever. It was quite funny, some of the stuff that was happening. But um, it was a great exhibition and it was something that I shared with my daughter. Um, she was really proud proud to, to have a go on the wall and um, I had sort of a bit of a plaque there about me and um, about my my journey of, of, of art and um, so, yeah, it was a really special exhibition and um, I think it was, it was quite popular with, with the kids that went, went to Bunjil Place. So um, it was good to see the, the start of the um, without the colouring in and then going back and seeing all the colouring in. It, that was, it was really special to see that. So for anyone who hasn't seen your art before, can you sort of describe your style at all? How would I describe my art is it's very basic in terms of the cartoon characters. Uh, I don't often join lines. Sometimes I leave um, spaces out in lines and um, I try and do different sort of fun characters and um, different sort of... Um, not not necessarily humans. Um, I do sort of all, all different creatures and um, some fish and all different sort of things. Uh, but it is it is quite basic, and it's um, I try and use a lot of colour in in my cartoons as well. So um, it sort of brings brings out the character with 
some colour in. So, um, yeah, it's... I mean, it's hard to describe. I guess you'd have to have a look at my um, my work to sort of see what it's like. Well, we'll look forward to checking it out. Um, lovely talking to you, Kylie. Uh, all the best for the future with your art and writing and, and your family life. Um, yeah. Oh, thanks, Evan. Thanks for having me. And it's nice to share my story and... Um, you know, to sort of help others to describe schizophrenia. A lot of people um, don't really understand that um, the disease is just, um, it can be that you're just really frightened. And um, in my experience having schizophrenia, I am, I'm just very frightened um, when I'm not on medication. So it's good to... um, talk about schizophrenia I think with um in public and um that are not not a lot of graphic novels are about that so my my graphic novel is about um my journey and um I think that um it's been great having having an interview and and also talking about my other journey with IVF and um I hope I can be a bit of a um inspiration to to some people to keep going and to keep on, you know, um, pursuing their their hobbies. And um, if you find a hobby that you like, pursue it. You don't have to be amazing at it. You can just do it and it'll bring you a lot of joy. And it's opened up a lot of doors for me and um, it's been a fantastic um, part of my recovery from from mental illness. Okay, thanks, Kylie, and thanks for listening to Brainwaves. Uh, My name is Evan. Tune in next week for another episode at 5pm on 8.55am Radio 3CR. Have a great night. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.